Week 15, playoffs has arrived. Now it's do or die, gotta win to stay alive. I made it this far, so I gotta make it last. This is the Fantasy Culture Podcast. What's up, what's up? We are back on another episode of the Fantasy Culture Podcast. I am one half of the hosting team, AD. And I'm back here with... Hey, Marquise here, guys, and welcome to week 15. It is playoffs. Playoffs Play are off here. time. Wow. If you're joining us, thank you for listening. If you're joining us because you made it to the podcast, to the podcast, made it to the playoffs, we appreciate you for rocking with us during this playoff uh, venture. And uh, if you're just listening to us because you love listening to us, we still appreciate you. But it is playoffs time, so we got to talk about big business um, I think we we play each other, huh? Week one. Like, might as well let the people know, as uh as usual. So I guess it's kind of a good thing for the platform overall that both of the hosts continue to uh well one make the playoffs and then we end up playing each other in the playoffs, which is kind of cool. Um, but we we match up week fifteen, week fifteen in the auction league. It's like deja vu, man. As far as making it, so it's gonna. It's crazy. I'm glad I actually made a playoff in a playoff. I'd yeah, say you made, that. You made a nice push. I had, a, had to push through because I didn't make in mother leagues and started started too late. Teams got too too late. One team just didn't have any fantasy performers for the first time, but at least I made it. And yeah, that's, you uh, had. And that's what I'm glad. G in my way through it. Had to pivot the last two weeks with COVID and injuries and uh, pull through. I hear that. Well, I'll also keep my trash talk to a minimal because somehow the universe always penalizes me for... Uh, trash talking so but come sunday night or monday changes when it's decided <laughs> that's when we fire up we gotta yeah. we gotta follow through same, though but for now here. we focus same here we stand, focus we, 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 look, we on a path focus i ain't saying that i know how the universe works we on the path i ain't try to pick no players too much that i'm using uh-huh. no i just try to stay yeah, away yeah, play it tight let, let, play let it the world tight. play its way out play it tight i got three and all three of my leagues i'm in the playoffs so i got three matchups you know, we getting right to business. This is business time. We trying to lock in it's a that new season. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much everybody zero and zero. It's time to get time to get busy in the playoffs. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's talk a little bit about the week fourteen recap. Uh, starting off with the Steelers. Steelers too much to uh to overcome as they lose to the Vikings. Uh, they got down early, man. That's, Dalvin Cook. They got down early. Yeah, Dalvin Cook came back. Um, Hurt. with the busted shoulder and all. Uh, he showed ball. up two Shit. over two hundred yards. Sure. Yeah, he definitely showed he, out. We had like one. He already, he already had like what one twenty one thirty on only like eight carries. Yeah, like one twenty by halftime. So he was already over hundred yards by the half. Um, yeah, he he went crazy. He went crazy. Slowed down a little bit in the second half, but he got he he did enough. Yeah, the Vikings almost enough. uh did what they you know Vikings almost Viking and uh, <laughs> yeah. they almost they gave almost the game blew away. It. The, the Steelers had went on a hot little surge in like the third quarter and like beginning of the fourth. Um, but yeah, they, they definitely stuck through. Then they got like a key interception or something to kind of help turn the tide a little bit or just a good drive. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. It was a good Thursday night game. Wasn't expecting a big output like that from Cook, but it was good to see. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people counted him out. Um, just because of the injury and you know, yeah, typically the pattern yeah. and trends of of players coming back like right off an of injury, whether they're going to be on a snap count, whether they're going to be uh, a dist- uh not a distraction, but um, a decoy, decoy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, whether they're going to be a decoy. So 
it was good to see him come back and 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 look healthy and play healthy. So that was good. And they managed to to beat the Vikings. They managed to to last. They managed to to thug it out and make it to the end after they almost fumbled it. <laughs> they and almost fumbled the, the victory. I mean, what I say? Beat beat the Vikings. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, beat they the beat the Steelers. The you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they beat the Steelers. So uh, good job to the Vikings. That kind of keeps them. Um, are they in the wild card race right now? Um, let's see. The ba- I, feel, I mean, I feel like they kind of. I mean, it they, could they happen, could, but they, things would all have to go. Yeah, right. like they're they're yeah. still in it. They're not eliminated, but yeah. yeah, like you said, things would have to kind of go the way because the Packers are in Bears. Yeah, are in their division. I know I'm missing a team as well, but um, I know for sure Packers are going to be you know winning that seed. So um, at that point, they're just fighting for a better record in the NFC, which NFC has a weak kind of record. In a yeah. Way, so okay. Uh, next up, the Cowboys. The defense stepped up and crushes. They spoke on the word. McCarthy said, "Guaranteed team. a win." You seen they brought that bleachers? Yeah, that's they, they, it was. It was <laughs> oh, getting King Petty, King Petty in the mix. Jerry Jones won. and company. They they won, so I couldn't even say nothing bad against it. Shoot, you do all of that, you better win. All right, <laughs> you do all of that, you better win. But offense is looking. Um, uh, offense is looking shaky. The defense is looking strong. Micah Parsons. Um, baller, balling, super baller, balling, man. balling. Just everybody, uh, everybody looking good. Lawrence is back; he's looking good. Um, yeah, Gregory back as well. Yeah, right? Gregory back. So it's it's, it's uh, Trayvon Diggs looking good. Like it, it came together defensively. It looks like they're getting all their pieces back healthy, and it's coming together for them. Uh, the offense leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah, a I little mean, bit. Of, uh, I, I think like you know, not Zeke kind of hurt. You no, know, Zeke being hurt kind of limits what they can do. Tony Pollard was hurt as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like it's kind of the run game was part of a good identity of their team, and obviously Dak being able to throw the ball, but having Zeke being able to kind of control the pace of the game, I feel like that kind of hurt their their rhythm for yeah. what they're going on. And right now, they're trying to figure out how to, you know, teams kind of can pay attention kind of what they're doing. But yeah, I think still this pull is a good win though. It was good. It was a good victory yeah. for them. I think this is a good bounce back game for Dak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, personally, he's been playing not very well since he's come back from his injury. And I think it was week eight or week nine, one of those. Um, his numbers have dipped a bit prior to that injury. So, um, we would definitely want to see him playing better. Um, even watching the game yesterday, uh, not yesterday, but watching the game when it was, when it came on, um, you, he did look a little indecisive in the pocket. Didn't really seem like his normal self. And like you said, you can attribute that to the fact that they didn't really have, a healthy Zeke or even a backup in Pollard. So they kind of had to address, adjust their um strategy going in. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about D- uh, Zeke, Zeke, Dak, as we <laughs> go on, um, because he is in our favorite segments. He's one of my players. And we'll kind of talk about historically what his numbers are against the Giants. So um, look forward to that. And uh, Chiefs. Own the Raiders. Raiders at this point just seem like they folding. Yeah, they they try to give themselves some hype, you know, going to midfield, you know, yeah, that, on that a logo. Never it never No, it doesn't. It doesn't it work. Never work. I've never seen that in the history of any sport, at least to my knowledge, where the opposing team does some dance or some celebration on the you know the other team's logo or whatever, and it work out. Yeah, doesn't you, like didn't you the just, Bengals do ask- something like that, and or the Steelers? Somebody did something like that. And I know Titans not. and Ravens are happening with them and. It's, I, I feel like the too, last that last, last game of the season where the where the Steelers and the Bengals played didn't like Clay wasn't a I think one of them Juju just, dancing on yeah, something yeah Juju was dancing on yeah like, and, and, and he ended up getting bust well. yeah. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like every time I see that happen it just never works out yeah. it doesn't pump up the team like it pumps up the, the team the Ravens trying to do everything they could to try to find yeah, some mojo and it just they got smacked 
Yeah, it just, that <laughs> never works. Like, it just never works. I've never historically seen that work. So, I don't know. Nonetheless, they got whooped. Um, Darren Waller's still out. Uh, no updates or the updates this week is that he's still sidelined. Um, Renfro ball. Renfro. <laughs> Renfro baby cup. Renfro's baby cup. So look out for him next season. He's going to be a valuable wide receiver in that offense, yeah, especially because, you know, there's a lot of changes that's possibly going to be happening with the Raiders. Yeah, um, it has you know, to be. There's going to be a lot of shakeups. But Ren- if anything is consistent there, it's it's Hunter Renfro. Um, so good, good. Definitely he's stepping it up and he's going to have a good finish to the year. And next year he's going to be a hot commodity come preseason. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, Lamar. Goes down with that ankle sprain. Uh, I mean, the way he went down, man, it's like to think that he's only going to be out a week or even he's on track to play this week. Yeah. It's like, that's it's, urgent. Most yeah, people that go out with ankle sprains are like, you get more than a week. Yeah, that's, and, that's, and that's what throws me off is the fact that he didn't come back and play. I mean, I know they I know they feel good the fact that it's not a high ankle sprain and it's a low ankle sprain. So yeah. maybe they think just taping up the ankle really, Could really be. heavily. Yeah. He has a chance to play. I know they're trying to, you know, push for the playoffs and keep the number one spot. But, I mean, at risk of losing, you know, top quarterback, that's kind of a tough decision to make at that point because you're obviously going to need him for the playoffs. I mean, I, I think maybe we talked about this off mic or maybe like mm-hmm. earlier on in the season about his like Long. true yeah his longevity yeah. over there in in Baltimore because what's his name Tyler Huntley yeah is that Tyler, his name? yeah Tyler Huntley is like granted okay Lamar possesses specific skills that are exclusive to him for the most part because he's Lamar but they're kind of identical. Yeah, no, they definitely are. And that's it's, they're kind it's, of it's, identical. It's just, yeah, it's just one's Lamar, but that as far as like being a dual threat, they're they're he's fast. He's fast too. He's they're, a, they're he is a, both he's, valuable. He can take picks. off too. He's just you know he can throw. He has some time. You know certain flashes where he can throw the ball, but at the same time you can you know the decision making is where things come into play for yeah, for Huntley and obviously for sure. the the experience. And yeah. then again, Lamar is just Lamar. He's, exactly, he's a that, special player. So that's, that's what really the difference right separates there. them. So, but um, you know, who know what the Ravens are gonna do? You know, they they got some things to kind of figure out as well. Yeah, they've been injuries um, all year. And it, just, exactly, injuries it's, all it's year. Marlon Humphrey before the season even started. Yeah. So they've kind of been rebuilding mid season. So I can just imagine what it's gonna be like. Yeah. You know, come come off. You lose Lamar. That man accounts for. He's accounted for about eighty percent of the offensive yards yeah, so far. Like that's <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, and 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 crazy that we had a Bateman breakout game in his absence when Tyler Huntley was in there. Uh, you know, how, he had like I think he had like ten receptions or something. Well, he's trying to give him the ball. Yeah, he's so. trying to get it to him. So I mean, that's good looking forward because we always said that Bateman would have a role in that offense, but he kind of failed to show it on uh, consistently. Yeah. And now we were able to kind of see like what he can do. You know, it was like every okay. Now we're on notice. We can see what he's capable of. So um, hopefully that's something that they establish going into the next season, along with other things that they'll probably be shaking up over there. Uh, what else we got? Bucks, the Bucks, man, what a game at the crib! I felt like I heard people cheering from from the house because uh, the way they walked off on that victory was was special. That uh, was special. Bashar Perryman, flashbacks of twenty nineteen. Well, look at that Perryman left, came back, and does it again. That's how the universe be working, man. That's how the universe be working. That's how the universe be working. But uh, was that you think that was a send off to uh, AB? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I would like to say yes because they're still winning without him. 
Yeah, and if they can true. get Perryman to just fill like a safety role mm-hmm. where there are other talented targets, Gronk, Godwin, Evans can soak up AB's targets and then sprinkle a little bit to Perryman. Look, Clearly, you throws, can see, yeah. Thing we do AB really. AB exactly. would just kind of come in and maybe take a quick little quick screen or just a deep route. Or just a deep route. Perryman's exactly. usually always known more so the deep route. On a deep threat. So, yeah, I mean... You know, Bruce knows, Arians yeah. said there's a decision to, to there's a decision looming. Um, personally, I think they cut ties. Yeah, I feel the Bruce same way. Arians isn't one to like really yeah, play and, around like that. And the fact that I mean? they're winning, I feel like, kind of helps them have a reason to you know to not really like, feel like they need, need him. Yeah, exactly. like they need him if they're gonna if he's just gonna cut because they know if they keep him, then it comes down yeah. to you know as far as are they gonna suspend like you know even though the league suspend them as a team itself, yeah. you know who knows? I don't know. But That's they even say. have talent. Like they still yeah. have talent. You know, young talent in the wide receiver core. You know, you, you still got a uh, what's his name Tyron Johnson, Tyler, Tyler Johnson, yeah, Tyler Johnson. Um, you know, he's a stud. You still got you know you still got young tight ends and OJ Howard and Cameron Braid. Um, Jaden Mickens still there too, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you still have players that Mickens, you know. Is it Mickens? It's Jay- a, um no Mickens is gone. He got picked up from the practice squad. It's I, a, I feel like I wanted to say rookie. that somebody it's, else. Uh, Darden. Jalen Darden. Darden. There we yeah, go. Darden. Darden. That's yeah. his name. Okay, yeah. Mickens did get picked up by somebody. Yeah, he was. Else. Uh, yeah, he recently just got picked up yeah. from the practice squad. Yep, you're right. Um, so the, I mean, and even Darden, he's solid. So yeah. it's just like they have pieces where they don't have to rely on an AB. Um, all the cards are kind of stacked against them in, yeah. in a reason like what you know why do we need you? You're bringing us. You know, we gave you a chance to come. We gave here. you a you chance. Won, you, know, you, you won your ring, and yeah, we know. gave you everything that you wanted. We gave you another ring. We gave you opportunity, and that wasn't enough for you, clearly. So it's just like you know, it's kind of a slap in the face, in a sense. Yeah. So I could see, you know, why they would want to part, you know, part with him. Um, but you know, to be determined, to be determined. Uh, let's see what else we 49ers. got. Forty Niners with the tiptoe. Brandon I think that's both going on. Wasn't that both games? What's that? Like both were both afternoon games, like at the same time, like going into overtime. Yes, and this I yep. think this is the other one here: 49ers and Bengals. Yep, two OT games. We had a crazy week. It was uh, close games, you know. I mean, blowouts that ended up being close, like the Vikings and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 49ers overtime victory, a tiptoe sideline grab from IU got the uh, 49ers to win. That was a good game. I enjoyed it. George Kittle, another back-to-back monster performance. Where yeah, was this the first half right? of the season? Debo came in, sprinkled in some running back. Debo got, got, came got and did his thing a little touchdown. bit. Yep, Debo came and did his thing. Um, you know, Ayuk had a pretty had a good game. Had a good game. Um, clearly, whatever doghouse he was in is no longer no longer there. He is out. He's redeemed himself, um, and it's good to see, man, because he was he's talented. But it was just the beginning of the season. He just wasn't getting those opportunities. Um, but now he's he's back in the mix. He's back in the mix. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Packers still owning the Bears. And Aaron Jones' return, he gives us minimal on the ground, about 50. I think he had a little over 50 rushing yards, but he had two touchdowns. Um, four TDs for Aaron Rodgers. Would you say he's MVP this year? Uh, I don't know if you say he's MVP. It's tough. It's a tough choice. Um, who who you know, would you say is your front runner? Front runner? Uh, honestly, man, it's tough. I'm about to say Brady. Uh, Jonathan yeah. Taylor's having a great year. Um, yeah, yeah I probably. Say I mean, A Rod's having a good year too, but I think Brady. Just yeah, kind of the numbers Brady he's putting up, still. It. He's been going crazy. It's kind of it's, it's kind of hard insane. to go against it. 
It's and, insane. Yeah, like, man. Like, I mean, they're both really performing the way how they normally perform. Like, this is nothing new that we see. We always, like, we always have this debate with Rodgers and Brady. Like, they just continue no matter what, consistently just outperform, like, the year prior. Just, it feels like they do, like, every year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it always feels like it's a new year with them. So, but I definitely feel like Brady overall, though. I feel like Brady kind of is a front runner. Yeah. Um, Rodgers is there. I, I would probably even put Jonathan Taylor. Um, maybe even I don't know. I wouldn't put his MVP, but definitely maybe defensive player Michael Parsons. I feel like he's having an outstanding year. Michael Parsons um, just for, is, as a rookie in the way how he's had the transition from linebacker to DN at the it's NFL not level. Even, it's, it's not even it's out of the realm of of like like it's it, it's not too far fetched to even say that he could be an MVP candidate. candidate. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it, as crazy as it sounds, it's not even that crazy just because he's been having such an amazing season so far. So, um, but yeah, I'd probably give it to Brady too, man. He's playing out of his mind. Um, granted, his offensive pieces are better than what, you know, Rodgers has to work with over there in Green Bay for the most part. But nonetheless, the just the numbers that Brady Brady's putting up consistently, mm-hmm. knowing that you're a targeted team because you just won the Super Bowl, yeah. you're coming back. Teams are supposed to be, you know, game planning for you because there's a, there's a high possibility that you're going to return to the Super Bowl. Exactly. And like, it's like you're yep. surpassing the numbers that you just did last season. And so you're Brady like, at that too. It's and like, you're Tom like, Brady. Like, yeah. like you're Brady and then you want another Super Bowl to add on. Like everyone, that's like every almost, I'm pretty sure like every football player's dream is like, I want to get for a real. sack on Brady or I want to intercept a pass from Brady or I want to say I beat Tom Brady for, mm-hmm. you know, just in general, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And then of course, like you said, Super Bowl even just adds it, adds it even more. The GOAT, man. The GOAT. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? Jags. They can't get it together, man. Shout out by Tennessee and Julio's return. Yeah, but Julio Um, came back. Said he's feeling good throughout the whole game, which is a good sign for once. Typically, he, like, starts the game and then leaves mid-first quarter, second Mm -hmm. quarter, and then that's about it. So, it's at least a good sign to see that. Yep. Wasn't Um, too bad of a game. 20-0. Yeah. Jags can't get it right. They're in shambles. I don't know what's going to go on. You think they fire Urban Meyer? I think that I feel like I feel like they in a way I feel like they have to. It's hard for me to. I just haven't seen any improvement. Like again, we've talked about it. There's a difference between teams that are bad, and you kind of you know you can see that there's some potential that they you know let it go another year. But I just don't see nothing. With Myers, just nothing. Nothing throughout the whole year has been positive. Like it's it's been just a I downhill think, since since the off season. I agree. I think there's a difference between your team act because even if you know you heard the reports of you know mm-hmm. what he said about his assistant. Yeah. You know, assistant squad, assistant team or whatever, assistant coaching team. Yeah. Um, even if they're not true, for that to get out or someone to like leak it, quote unquote, there's got to be some kind of tension in the organization surrounding you. Yeah. Because if that kind of news gets out, there's a high possibility that you're losing the team or people within the organization aren't really showing respect to you. Because yeah. look at Dan Campbell, you yeah. know, first year coach in a worse situation because they haven't won as many games. But, you know, from what we can see on the outside looking in, he's not bringing any unnecessary attention to him other than, you know, the funny things that he says when he's trying to motivate his team (laughs) or the emotion that he shows when he goes through close games with these guys. Like, I feel like Dan Campbell is really in the trenches with his players. With Urban Meyer, I don't feel that. Mm -hmm. And if, if I don't feel that, I'm sure the actual players that spend weekly basis with him don't feel that. 
Yeah, and you think and they, and you think they, I'm sorry. No, no, nah, nah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was like, um, and you would think they would with, um, even like the report that recently, like one of the stories that came out of an ex-assistant of Meyer where they say that he typically doesn't blame players, he blames coaches, and he tries to change the dynamic of how it goes. And so I feel like if you, you know, if you're blaming more the coaches and not the players, I would think you'd have maybe a closer relationship with the players, but to not even have that kind of gives your, your show in there. Yeah, nah, you're, you're, you're spot on. Um, just a quick update. Just got a breaking news. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins expected to miss the rest of the regular season with a sprained knee. Uh, the team is hopeful to get him back at some point in the postseason. Wow. So D Hop out for the remainder of the regular he's season. A, he's had an injury. It's like it's probably the worst year so far of his career. Yeah, he's had a injuries. rough year. He's had a rough year for yeah. sure. Um, hate to see it, man, because yeah, D Hop is is Cons- D Hop. Yeah, consistently he's done it for a while. It's, yeah, it's one of them years, and you know, it's one of them. Time is time is time coming. is time, man. Yeah. Time is time. Can't beat time. You can only do so much. But uh, yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins out for the rest of the season. I'm sorry, for the rest of the regular season. Hope to have him back for postseason. Uh, definitely a blow to that offense. You know, um, he's still a top dog. He's still a mm-hmm. top dog in that offense. Uh, with with kind of his role that he had against the Rams, um, he was still heavily targeted, but he didn't he didn't have the greatest game. Uh, AJ Green really stepped up and, Man, and made Green. some things happen. So uh could he now be the new go-to guy in that offense? It makes sense. He's playing good. Why not? He's been there before. He's been the guy in other offenses when he was yeah. with the Bengals and such. So I kind of have I'm sorry, you feel like kind of have to, but he's also the bigger receiver out of, you true. know, cuz after him you got Randall Moore, Kirk, Randall Moore and Kirk Rondell Moore, Moore and Christian Kirk, yeah. And they're, you know, they're a lot smaller than 6-4 cuz AJ yeah. Green's a 6, you know, 6-4 big guy, yeah, big so dude. Feel like for that you have to rely on more of a separation for those two to kind of yeah get there. You know, D Hop was another kind of big receiver as well too. Yeah, or you know more more for Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz looked pretty good. Yeah. And, and you know he had I think he had five receptions yeah. or something. And uh, quality player, red zone target, can move the ball, chain mover. So uh, interesting to see how they move forward without their their top guy in D Hop. Um, so once again, D Hop out for the remainder of the regular season. Hope to have him back in the postseason. Uh, next up. Well, we kind of just touched on it a little bit, but the Rams, they outlasted the Cardinals. That was a great game. Talk about perseverance, man. To yeah. to find out on the same day one of your huge offensive pieces in, in Tyler Higby wouldn't be available to you, and then to also lose one of your biggest defensive pieces in Jalen Ramsey, um, that's huge. And to know that and have that happen and still go out and battle the best team in the league or best record in the league uh, on the road is, is crazy. So um, good game for the Rams. Yeah. Good game for the Rams. The the D line came to play. That's, that's for sure. They actually look pretty good this game. Um, You know, I mean, even a secondary, even the rookies in the secondary. secondary um, I forgot his name. I got a pick in the red zone. Uh, He was a rookie. I forgot. ah, I can't think of his name right now. Um, but he had he had a great game. Stepped in in, in the place of Jalen Ramsey. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, uh, Cardinals' home record is atrocious. I I don't know the exact numbers, but I remember after the game they were talking about it, and the difference in how they play on the road and how they play at home is is pretty pretty significant. <laughs> It's crazy. That it's like that for some teams that they just can't play. I would think you play. You better play better at home, at home but it, it's it's crazy to me. It's it's crazy to me. So, um, but yeah, Cardinals ended up blowing that that uh, win. Came down to the wire. 
helped me out tremendously, Matt Prater. <laughs> helped me out tremendously, <laughs> yeah, Matt man. Prater. I appreciate him so much. Those um, two interceptions like hurt. Yeah, hurt. from Kyler. Yeah, yeah, I know he but he had Prater, a, That was that was a great game from Prater. Bro, everything that needed to happen happened, and that's all I'm like. Even the fact that Sony Michelle didn't have a great game, he had a pretty good game. He didn't get in for a touchdown, but he had a pretty good game on the ground. Um, despite the fact that I got just what I needed, and then I got more from Prater was 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 wonderful. So anybody who had Prater, you had to be happy with his finish because he had what two fifty yarders and then a forty one yarder. Yeah. Um. You know that that's that's pretty substantial 40, as a kicker. Was the kicker, I think. Yeah. Forty one was the one that was uh right over the top. Yeah. Right. That was that was a good one. That was a good one. Um. And then lastly, we got one more here for the recap. Uh oh, you want to talk about that? A sack record, the sack record with oh, Michael yeah. Strahan. We're getting close to the Strahan sack record. Just one of those things to point. I got about four games left in the season. We know that's uh typically every year, like the top defensive players try to try to break this record. At a twenty-two and a half, Strahan set this record in two thousand one, and uh, hasn't been broken yet. It's been about twenty years now, and this record still goes on. But right now, you know the top. You got a uh, T.J. Watt at sixteen, then you have Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa. Well, Miles Garrett at 15, who he just broke the franchise record of sacks for the Browns on pretty much a game-winning touchdown for them in the sense of that oh, yeah. they went up on the scoop and that score scoop that he had, score, the yeah. sack he sacked, and then got the, got the fumble as well. And then Nick Bosa is having a great year as well for the 49ers. He's at 14. So, I mean, got four games left. Obviously, you know, they kind of have to get multiple sack games for the rest of the year. But um, just something to look into. You never know who, you know, may actually break the record. These are top three dominant players in the NFL at, at their position. So, um, just want to point that out. Thought, thought a nice little feat to throw in there. Nah, that's 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 dope. Um, that's super dope. I I definitely it, it's possible. You know, what I mean, these these the top 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 defensive players this season. Um, you know, T.J. Watt is is kind of the reason that the Pittsburgh Steelers are in any game because yeah. <laughs> he makes big plays. Like, yeah, when he, they just, need it. he just he steps up when they need it, man. So he's a huge reason why a lot of their games even start to come together at some point. Miles um, Garrett, as we know, he's had a stronghold on his position for the Cleveland Browns for quite some time now, um, and we know what he can do. And then Nick Bosa, we also know what he can do. He's been running it over there um, on the 49ers. And, uh, you know, old chip off the block with his brother. Yep. <laughs> old chip <laughs> off the block. Um, but good numbers there. We'll keep uh, our eye on those re- uh, on those uh, on the record to see what these guys do and if they're able to, to get closer um, or, or break it or surpass it. Uh, next up, let's go ahead and talk about the injuries and waivers for week 15. Uh, starting off with the Dolphins running back room, uh, Salvan, uh, Salvan Ahmed, Miles Gaskin, and, uh, who else? One more person. Who? I think Philip Lindsay. All tested positive for COVID. Uh, there is a chance that they are able to suit up for Sunday, as you know, or at this point should know what the COVID protocols entails in terms of the 24 hours, back to back, negative. Yeah. So all that, um, I, I don't know who's up next. Malcolm Brown's coming back from IR, so he may be somebody <laughs> there. Um, a lot of people have been been vouching for Jared. I think it's, Jared is his first name. Dokes out of Cincinnati. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. But if it's not Gaskin, stay away. That's how I feel. Yeah, I, I would feel the same way, which just yeah, means so, maybe more upshare with the uh, – you know, Waddle I mean, they play and, the Jets, so if you're really, yeah. really thin and you need a flyer, I mean, you may want to look at Malcolm Brown. I mean, 
Jets are terrible on the ground. So, yeah. you know, somebody yeah. may just fall in for a touchdown. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for that, you know, maybe maybe look maybe look that way. Uh, next up, if you did lose Lamar, you might be able to pivot to Justin Fields. Um, Jalen Hurts today also news uh, broke that he was dealing with a high ankle sprain. So he's actually been splitting reps with Minshew. And it's kind of, I mean, if you're splitting reps, that's kind of 50-50, I'm assuming. So yeah. that must mean it's 50-50 that he's going to play. Minshew had a good game. So Minshew had a good game. So, you know what I mean? Do you want to, you know, ruin where this is headed or or what? How are you really feeling about that? So I guess Minshew is a possible streamer. If you need it, they play, uh, who feels, oh, Washington. They play Washington this week. Washington is super banged up. Um, you know, uh, Scary Terry in concussion protocol. Cam Sims, who was balling, you know, last game. He's injured. Uh, you got Heineke coming back with this knee injury. Uh, Curtis Samuel still working in, working back from the groin injury. A lot of injuries. A lot of yeah. COVID situation going on over there. It fell down hard. Um, yeah, man. They, they and then they, you got this most recent news report too. With even with Mr. Snyder. And oh he was yeah, trying to, with, you the, know, with he, the holding. Oh, man, yeah, I didn't even to, read into that because I'm just tired of all of the yeah, stuff coming newer, out. Of, newer story uh, <laughs> added over there just adds more to you, it. You could <laughs> change the name or not change the name or or not rename the team. But it's still the same. And if you dig into the core, like the Redskins was in the news just as much as this Washington football team. Yeah. Like nothing has really changed there. The the what do they call it? Not it's not the attitude, but what do they say about teams? The the I can't think of it. I'm trying to find the word where it's just like not tradition, whatever. I can't think of it. But you know what I mean. The team uh the stigma or like the stigma. yeah like kind of a stigma but i can't think of the exact word i'm gotcha. looking for there, there's a word for it but um yeah it's just it's kind of the same so i don't know they're, they're in shambles over there it's kind of towards the end of the season where the teams that weren't projected to be like high up on the rankings are starting to kind of just fizzle out you yeah. know what i mean like it's it's just that time of the year uh so yeah if you lost lamar maybe pivot uh to justin fields if you lost hurts Maybe pivot to Justin Fields because I don't know if I would feel comfortable <laughs> starting Minshew in the playoffs. Um, or two is available. Two yeah, might be a good streamer two. against uh, against the Jets. Uh, next up, we got uh, Royce Freeman. Not sure how he landed on here, but he did. Royce Freeman is, <laughs> is on this list, but uh, I guess he's a popular pickup with the with Burkhead being injured. They are going up against Seattle, who hasn't been great. Oh, no, no, it's not Seattle. I'm sorry. Jacksonville. They get Jacksonville this week. And, um, I mean, it's just Jacksonville. Yeah, it's Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville. <laughs> so I guess in, a, in a, another situation, if you're down thin and, you know, you're in a, the same boat that seems to be people who are pivoting to the Dolphins are in, um, Royce Freeman and uh, David Johnson did come back off IR. So, you may have something there if you want to yeah. go ahead and play them against the Jets. No, it's playoff I mean, time. The, the, so, you know, Jaguars, these are, sorry. These are, you know, it's playoff time, so make sure you guys... Uh, they, these are deep. These yeah, are these deeper are, formats. And this mainly, you know, this is a lot of COVID hit, too. So this is... Yeah. You may have to be down to these levels you gotta, by, like, by the time Saturday, Sunday comes. Because exactly. who knows how... You know, we're At still early point, on Wednesday. We're already about, like, 80 people. Man, listen. Been on the COVID list, so... Man, These, these people may actually be on your... May be available for you, and it's going to be a tough... be a tough playoff season. <laughs> Oh, man, it's going to be wicked. Oh, boy. All right, next up, uh, Gabe Davis with, with Emmanuel Sanders going down. Um, Josh Allen also 50-50. However, oddly enough, late at night, somebody broke news about Josh Allen. Was at a play? Did you see that? He went to see, like, like Hamlet or something. 
No, and somebody took a picture of him and he wasn't like walking with a limp or walking with a walking boot on. So people like were like, oh my God, he's okay. Oh, okay, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, but, that was I some mean, report yeah. that came out last night. But nonetheless, okay. he is still, you know, dealing with this ankle. Um, I think he got in a limited practice today. So that's always good. But with Emmanuel Sanders going down, them kind of being limited mm-hmm. for other receiving options. Um, Gabe Davis, he kind of picked it up around this time last year too. Yeah. So he's a, he's he's a good yeah, pivot. He usually comes in like every now um, and then. He'll make a nice little play. Yeah, and he, and he does get red zone opportunities. So, you know, of course, if you're going to stream someone, you always kind of hope for that TD upside. Um, Gabe Davis does get a lot of looks in that red zone area. So that's something to pay attention to. Um, next up, Jakeem Grant over man, there on the Bears. Man, balled out. Uh, crazy day for him. Crazy day for Devin him. Hester in him. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't get too carried away, no. but you know, <laughs> it, it is an offense where Justin Fields does look like he is playing better. So, um, you know, he may be worth something. He has the speed. All it takes is, is, is a, you know, we saw how he got down yeah, in, in the just, previous game. He just took He could off. take it to he, the house. Yeah. Quick. He was, he was fast. I was like, man, they were close. He, was, he had people around him. Yeah, for sure. But, um, but yeah, so something to keep an eye on, Gabe Davis and uh Joaquin Grant. Uh next up, let's see what we have here. Any available San Francisco running backs <laughs> at this point? <laughs> Anybody who's available? Uh, you know, Throughout for a the team that has been in and out. In and out. For a team that runs as heavy as they do, just to have a little piece of the pie, if you can afford it at the back of your bench, just as insurance. Going down towards the end of the season, you kind of just want to lock in insurance at this point especially with the way COVID has been hitting players and franchises left and right, um, you always want to be two steps ahead. You know, it was okay to just be a step ahead last season and maybe the season prior, but no, this season, you got to be two to three steps ahead. So that's like thinking for two weeks in advance. Like you got to be ready for that. So um, any, I guess, available San Francisco running back at this point, if Jeff Wilson's still out there, um, even a Jermichael Hasty, I know, I know. Those are deep. Those are deep formats though, so. Take it for what you may. This is where we're at. Take it for what you may. Uh, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson did not practice today. Uh, Who knows if those guys may come back. I hope so. But, you know, at this point, I'm kind of planning to try and push through the season without DeAndre Swift. Um, Craig Reynolds called up from the practice squad, nicknamed Netflix. Netflix. Because he literally got called up off his couch. That's what they said. He's he's watching Netflix. But um, Craig Reynolds <laughs> in the mix. Uh, but the reason, so kind of temper your expectations because the reason why I heard Craig Reynolds got the start was because Jamar Jefferson ended up being ill before the game, and it was kind of a last minute pivot. Um, chance that Jamar Jefferson comes back this week, he'll probably get in the rotation. So kind of temper your expectations of Craig Reynolds. Jamal Williams may also come back. He was on the COVID list, but there's kind of, you know, there's been no indication yet from the Lions organization that they've taken him off or they're in the position to take him off. So just pay attention to any news coming out of the Lions camp about that. Um, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Are we really going to talk about this? We really are. Uh, I'll leave this Rashad to you. Penny. Um, Surprise, surprise. He's a, he seems to be a, a favorite pickup right now. Uh, how much do I trust Rashad Penny? I don't know. But he had a good game. He had a good game. 
He came off of a injury. Pete Carroll said he was going to get a lot of work. He did get a lot of work. He looked pretty good. I don't really know what to expect, but I think if you get Rashad Penny, now he doesn't have any cake matchups. I th- they play the Rams this week. Play the Rams. He's pretty stout against the run, and then after that, I think they play Chicago, who's middle of the pack against the run, but overall a good defense. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. He's one of those that that yeah, he could get a lot of volume, but then you also hope that he falls into the to the end zone. Um. So yeah, Rashad Penny, man, he's a popular one. A lot of talk on the waiver wire for Rashad that's, Penny. That's crazy. To me, he just can't stay healthy. Yeah, man. So for it, me, he can't stay healthy. And it's I like couldn't, he played the Texans, so I'm like, I'm yeah, not looking at that as a big Texans, thing. Like yeah. it's a it's a Houston Texans. Like he did have a good game. Can't take away the fact that he got over 100 yards, scored two yeah. touchdowns. But I'm like, it's a Texans. But that was always my thing for Penny. I never thought he was bad. It's just he he's never can stay healthy, and it's hard for me to believe in that. I can't it's like trust four that. Four years now, it's still it's been this for like four years. He's been in the league for yeah. some time, and it's the same. Fool thing. me once, yeah. shame on me. Fool me twice, or three times, or four times, still shame on me because I picked him up all those different times, and he's disappointed me <laughs> all yeah. those different times. Yes, talent. He just can't stay healthy. But we'll yeah, see. He's playing yeah. like you said, a tough Rams defense. So yeah. But, you know, you never know if you do need them. Seahawks still. It's a, it's a division game. Seahawks, I, I don't know if they're out. I think they, I don't know if they're eliminated I mean, completely. Deep. But it's one it's of those things deep. where, like, you know, they're playing They're playing for playoffs. So, who knows? Who knows what yeah, kind of game deep. you get from them? It's deep. But, I mean, even so, at this point in the season, you kind of want to bank on volume yeah. at this point and take your chances. You know what I mean? There's not really many running backs that are on the waiver wire right now that you're like, oh, I know they're going to get volume. And one, oh, I know they're in a good offense. Um, you know, floating around or still hanging around is like, you know, your man Carlos Hyde and you know Demetric Felton, and right. you know what I mean. There's like, one right now. Even Amir Abdullah is in here right now. Amir Abdullah, like I don't want no parts of that. It's just it's unreliable. At the least, you know what you're gonna get out of Rashad Penny. Run heavy scheme on a good team. They just underachieved this year, and you know Pete Carroll loves to run the ball, so he's gonna be a part of that offense. It's just me, the health. Alex Collins is still there. Granted, you know, he he his numbers have kind of diminished since the emergence of Rashad Penny. Um, but you know, we'll see. He's a hot name on the waiver wire. So I guess if you're following that trend and he's on the waiver wire, you might want to go ahead and pick him up. Uh, let's see. COVID scares in Minnesota. Wayne Gallman. You know, he just got picked up. Madison is on COVID. Dalvin Cook is with a banged up shoulder. Uh, easy to re-aggravate. So, as insurance, might want to go get Wayne Gallman. I know you did. So, you know, you're welcome for that if it does pan yeah. out for you. Yeah, that's if I play him. But, like you said, insurance. I have a cook, so yeah, never know. Yeah, insurance. You never know. I know what happens there. You never know. Uh, Let's see. Baker, Baker. Mayfield. The whole Browns. And Co- yeah, a lot of them went down. It was down. like 14. Yeah, a lot of them Landry, went down. Landry, the coach, Stefanski. Yes, Stefanski. Um, the running back coach. Um. You know, Hunt is just out, not even COVID. He's just out with a like, leg injury. Then um, who else we have? The lineman, Teller, he's out. It's a big loss right there. So, yeah, pretty much the Browns. Browns are all in COVID. But Dearness Johnson, if he's there, definitely. Yeah, he's, he's, we already saw what he can do. So, um, you know, he's put, on, he's put on film what he can do. And even though he's kind of like Nick Chubb, I feel like he runs harder than I would say. I feel like Nick Chubb is more of a patient runner. But yeah. Dearness Johnson is just a hole and he goes. Nah, we know we know what time it is over yeah. there. They're gonna run the ball. If they're without Baker Mayfield, it's gonna be, you know Case Keenum show. Case been, Keenum been, show. <laughs> and then they're just gonna, you know, run the ball. They're gonna just run the ball. 
New England strategy. Just run the ball. Run the ball. They got, you know, one of the best running backs in the league. Pair him with the uh, Dearness Johnson, who, you know, has carved out a role with the Kareem Hunt going down. Um, they're just going to run the ball. Just going to run the ball. Uh, anything else you want to add to the to the injuries, waivers, any new updates um, with anything that I missed? Even though here? we joked on it, I'll just do a deep dive. I'll just do a quick little deep dive in case you even need a running back. I'll even bring him up, Amir Abdullah, just because um, he did get more plays than Chuba Hubbard. And since they're playing down, he's more the receiving back. So um, really low, low, low again, deep dive in case any more COVID hits come for you guys. Amir Abdullah did see the field a lot. Um, behind Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard just got a touchdown, which kind of helped boost his numbers up. But if they do play from behind, may maybe Amir Abdullah will go ahead and get – he does get more of the receiving in. He did showcase it in the game, but that's a, about the last waiver I would say that's on there. Other than that, you know, stick to the players. Don't try to do anything, you know, too fancy. It's a playoff time, so you want to stick to what got you there. But, you know, make sure you pay attention to the, the matchups and everything that's going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's going to be exciting, exciting week. Yeah. Uh, also, I'll, I'll throw this in as well, just in case, you know, you're someone who streams tight ends. Uh, Brevin Jordan over over in Houston. Uh, they play Jacksonville, who's super weak at the tight end position. Um, he's a rookie. So another, you know, at this point of the season, kind of feels like Houston's in a let's see what we have mode. So they got a rookie tight end. He's been getting a lot of red zone looks. I read an article earlier today that he has a 34% target share over the last three games. So that's pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, I'm assuming Houston will move the ball against Jacksonville. And with the red zone targets that he's been getting, that might be a good look. If you're streaming a tight end, you're kind of just looking for a touchdown or volume. So that might be a dart throw there. Um, Nick Vanette, you know, he's also somehow been involved in the offense <laughs> I'm not somehow really they don't have any other pieces I mean Lil Jordan Humphrey Traquan Smith I think that's pretty much it Jawan yeah. Johnson yeah. I know Kamara's back but yeah, yeah you, know, you know most teams gonna look to shut that down you gotta yeah if, they if play someone else they play the Tampa you know what I mean so somebody <laughs> else gotta eat somebody yeah. else gotta do something you yeah. know what I mean so um Taysom Hill has has looked Vanette's way pretty often um Bucks are kind of friendly to the tight end position so, you know, I know the Bucks and they lost to the Saints to Trevor Simeon. That's a game that Jameis got hurt. So I know Bucks may be trying to come for, you know, the revenge game. Keep yeah. the flow. Who knows? But yeah, could be. I could yeah. I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. So just just something to pay attention to. Uh, Nick Vanette in that offense, tight end position might be worth a streamer. Um, they did just give up a touchdown. The Bucks did to uh, to Knox. He had mm -hmm. 70 receiving yards and a touchdown. So vulnerable position. They haven't been strong to them uh, this entire season. Strong against the tight end. So might be something you might want to exploit in your next coming matchup. Uh, but that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for the first part of our uh, Week 15 episode. As always, we're going to go ahead and close out with our music intermission. So I wanted to go ahead and highlight um, a producer out of, out of you know, Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, I did come across their... Um, his page on Spotify through the weekly Tampa Finds playlist um, put together by Pusha Preem. Uh, so the weekly Tampa Finds playlist, local Tampa artists on the on the playlist here. Uh, so this artist's name is Ronin's Vision, R-O-N-I-N-Z, Vision, V-I-Z-I-O-N, on streaming platforms and social networks. Uh, this instrumental is entitled Soul Queen. It's just an instrumental. I like it. As you know, I do produce as well i thought the beat was pretty dope 
So um, I wanted to highlight another producer, especially in the city. So once again, Ronin's Vision. The song is entitled Soul Queen. We're going to leave off with that music intermission, and we will be back for part two, where we talk about our favorite segments. And you know what those segments are. We start off with the You Bought the Bus segment, and then we go ahead and transition into the Big Trust. Big, big trust. trust. Who you going to trust? And then we talk about those sleepers but uh we'll hold the snores for this episode we'll hold the <laughs> snores for this episode and we'll do it on a part two so once again music intermission ronan's vision soul queen i am one half of the hosting team ad and i'm checking out for now with my co-host marquee and we are out see you on part two peace we out